0: Meanwhile, in the coach section of an airplane, Hank Beast McCoy reclines his chair back further than he should.
1: All right, so let me go. Oh, I'm going to watch beaches. Ow, ow. Oh my goodness. You can't put your, your seat back that far.
0: Pardon me, but do you have an island nation to protect? I'll go back as far as I please.
1: Oh my God, Beast. Um,
0: stewardess. Meanwhile, Hank McCoy is talking to a new Marvel fan about the MCU.
1: All right, so I've managed to make my way all the way through every Marvel movie without being mm-hmm. spoiled. I'm about mm-hmm. to start Endgame. So oh, I you're going started. to
0: love Endgame. You're going yeah. to love Endgame. I can't wait. Oh, I have to say, Tony's death at the end is inspirational. What is sacrifice?
1: Iron Man Pre- dies? You-, oh, you ruined it.
0: Ruined it? Do you have an island nation to protect? I don't ruin anything. I build. No beast. Meanwhile, in a family sedan with the windows rolled all the way up, a family is on their way to Ocean City for vacation with Hank McCoy.
1: The Wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. All right, Hank, your turn to sing a song.
0: Oh, I've got a number for you. How about this?
1: Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Hank, stop pressing the button so we can wind down the windows. Oh, what are you doing?
0: Stop complaining. Can you blame me for being a little gassy? I've got an island nation to protect, damn it.
1: Beast. What? (laughs)
0: Everybody and welcome to episode 239 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host Brett, and with me, as always, is the charming Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Why, hello. Hello. The point of that opening sketch was, isn't Beast the worst?
1: Beast is the worst.
0: At this point, and we'll talk about X the latest X Force in a little bit. At this point, I just I think I just want him to own it. I don't want redemption. I just want to keep going until we get to Dark Beast.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're pretty much there. It just he just needs to admit Jeez.
0: it. He just needs to admit it. And admitting it is the final step. Yes. Full heel turn. Let's yes. do it. I want that white fur, sublime possessed beast from the ending of Here Comes Tomorrow.
1: Yes, thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Um, but we'll talk about X-Men books um a lot in 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 a little bit. Uh, but first, I, I think we have a hot
1: topic, Evil Jeff. What are you going to hear? Ooh. Hot topics. Hot topics. What's the hot topic we're talking about today? Well, I think
0: it's that the MCU has pushed back dates of all of their films, the ones coming after Blade. So evidently Blade, um, their director, um, uh, Basam Tariq. Yeah. He uh, walked after two months on the project and... I believe they got a new director. Should have done more research. Anyway, rewrites, director issues happening on Blade. Blade got pushed back. It pushed everything else back with it. What do you think? Good thing or bad thing, Evil Jeff?
1: Uh, When people walk, it usually means that they were maybe trying to do something interesting and that it was kind of like shit on. Yeah, like Edgar Wright, probably like Edgar but Wright. But at the same Ant-Man. time, I mean, I guess that's the thing: is uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Didn't Sam Raimi take that over? Someone walked on that as well, right?
0: Well, I, I don't know if he walked. It was Scott Derrickson who did the first Doctor Strange, right? I always thought. Well, they they did say creative differences. I always thought. His brand of horror, you know, probably isn't the brand of horror that they ultimately wanted. They wanted Sam Raimi. Yeah. So they got Sam Raimi instead.
1: Um, in the end, uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll all work out. Um, Marvel Universe is in a very weird place right now as this, this latest phase. I think the thing that people complain about is this phase seems like it's a bunch of setting things up. And I think yeah. that's what's making people nuts. And I think, um, but you know what? Marvel had a response to that, which is what we'll talk about later in she hulk Yes,
0: they did. They did. Uh, one silver lining of uh, the films being pushed back to new dates is Fantastic Four um, got pushed back to 2025. So Fantastic Four will now be February 2025, and it's dropping on my birthday.
1: Oh, wow. So that's
0: fun. I get to see Fantastic Four on my birthday.
1: That's fun.
0: I did the math of how old I'll be.
1: <laughs> oh god, please. I know. I hate that it's like, am I gonna be in my fifties when the new X-Men come out? Great.
0: Sixties? Shut up. Are we gonna be like 70 when they finally do Dark Phoenix right?
1: <laughs> Honey, I'm gonna Listen. be I'm gonna be in the grave when they do Dark Phoenix Right.
0: Honey, I say this. If you and I are still kicking and they come out with Dark Phoenix and it gets good reviews, let's go together as like (laughs) really old and let's kill ourselves as soon as the movie is over. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go out watching dark Phoenix, a good dark Phoenix movie together. Yeah.
1: That's the way to go. That's
0: the way to go. Um, Well, I I hope that Marvel gets their shit together. I'm sure it's fine.
1: Or it's not. And everything's garbage. Pretty much. (laughs) We'll see. Pretty much every, um, the whole, um, and I can speak from personal experience, pretty much the whole, Hollywood, all the Hollywood industry is shaking in their boots. Everyone's prepping for the um, recession and everybody's kind of taking, looking at what's happened to Discovery, HBO merger and Netflix kind of. And I think everyone's like, oh, this era of create content, content, content it's finally, the bubble is starting to burst. And so everybody needs to start being a little more cautious and safe which means we're probably going to start getting a lot less things um, coming out as we did previously. There's too I much think, supply. Yeah. Which yeah, in one way, as, 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 a, as a viewer, I actually think that's good. As someone who works in the industry, this is bad for me. Yeah, it's, it's really horrible.
0: That is, yeah, yeah, but you're both so talented. You'll be fine.
1: I am in theory. <laughs> we're okay right now.
0: The strip mining of the HBO Max Discovery stuff. It, just the fact that there were creators who finished work that them and teams of people worked really hard on, and now the point of the tax write-off for these shows is that they just cannot be viewed by anyone ever.
1: Yeah, and at one thing people be like, oh, it's so horrible. They finished. Um, uh, is it Batgirl? Bat Batgirl, and but not the, what I think is almost just as egregious is the shows that were finished. And we're online, (laughs) and we're being viewed, and we're popular, and then we're pulled to never be seen again. There are people like, uh, there's, um, what was that one show, The Train One? There's an animated show with Train in the title, I can't remember, but it had a very big cult following. And it's now just gone, forever, disappeared. And it's not like people were like, oh, I need to buy, I remember Joe buys too many DVDs of things. And I oh. was just like, he. whenever he likes something, he buys the DVD. And he was like, you never what? know. He's like, you know, Joe, Joe has like hundreds of DVDs, Blu-rays. I guess you call them Blu-rays now.
0: He's like, you never know that they could just destroy all digital copies.
1: He was like, you never know when they're going to take it down from streaming. And I'm like, why are you oh. buying like an HBO original and Netflix original? They're not going to take the original stuff down. Well, meeting my words, that isn't how yeah. starting to happen.
0: If it means that they'll get money for doing it, they'll do it.
1: Yeah. Welcome to end stage capitalism, the real enemy.
0: The only people who do something over and over and don't get any money for it are you and me.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, I'm being paid. Oh, you. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Who's paying you? Oh, do you even heard at the very end? I do. I'm a sponsored <laughs> thing oh, that I've I been like listened. hiding from you. I
0: never listened to the end.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Mailchimp. Thanks, Squatty Potty.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Me Undies. Okay, we can do this all. Oh day.
1: wait, hold on. Just since I just brought that, do you use a Squatty Potty?
0: We I, I we tried we tried to incorporate it into our lives for like a year I hate and it. then it's just disgusting. It's this thing that you don't clean that sits under your toilet. Exactly, Gross.
1: exactly. And it's just like so and, and I'm sorry if you have to put your knees to your ears in order to take a clean shit, go to a fucking doctor.
0: Wait a minute. No, that's how God made us. It's
1: that's how we're supposed to shit. I know that's how we're supposed to shit. But if you're on. But you know what? we've been shitting the other way for quite a long time and everyone's been okay. And if you're not, then you need some help.
0: Nobody wants to use that thing. But if, if that company wants to open up buttholes, they should call it the body potty and it should be B O T T Y short for bottom. And they should fashion it into some sort of optimal bottoming device.
1: Actually, it should be more like, like um, kind of like a a sex sling. Where you can like yeah. put your legs in the air. So that way it's not close yeah. to the ground getting dirty.
0: The bottom bottom. <laughs> the, bottom podi- the bottom podium. The bodium podium. I could do this all day too.
1: But anyway, instead, yeah. let's talk
0: about X-Men
1: books. <laughs> Speaking of shit, let's talk <laughs> about the X-Men. Hit it. Hit it. I want your X. All right. Um Okay you Judgment want to just check Day. in,
0: like, let's just check in with Judgment Day, because we've got, like, Axe Eternals, Acts it's, Death it's to the Mutants. It's all over the
1: place. It's too many. It's too much. It's it really is. Much. And it's,
0: every book is written by Kieran Gillen. And I'm like, this is such an interesting strategy in that all these side books are written by the core book author writer. And they just the story is continuing across these titles, it feels like, albeit with a different angle.
1: Yeah, and I just feel like, I feel like it's just being lengthened for no reason. I feel like they forgot like telling a good concise story is sometimes better than having like a million side plots that are kind of unnecessary. I do feel it's, at least we're kind of getting to the end of everyone being judged. Just having a whole like oh now it's my turn to have my inner monologue of like why am I being judged? I'm done with it.
0: Do you think that? The god thumbing down everybody and destroying everybody and all these people dying and like eternals dying with no they, their their resurrection bays were destroyed so icarus is dead dead do you think that this is all a test that's my current theory i'm that
1: but this is all why of I, it is a test there's a point where the stakes are raised so high that there ends up being no stakes Case in point: When you're actually blowing up half the Earth, killing half the X-Men, blowing up all of Krakoa, I have a feeling this isn't the final. They're going to have to reset it. There's going to be a yeah, reset. and I
0: think just like the Celestial showed everybody what happens if they go for that that little self destruct module inside of it, and that was all. They were like, "This is another thing all in
1: their head again."
0: Yeah, I think all of this is another thing all in their head, potentially.
1: And if that's true, I'm, like, good, because then we can reset it. But also... uh,
0: uh, I know, I know. It's a a little pre-diddly-ictable.
1: Because I'll tell you this. Um, Wait, you were going to finish what you were going to say first.
0: Oh, but... It does help me understand what's happening in the story when you see it over and over. <laughs> like this yeah. team that's infiltrating the Celestial with Jean and Cersei and Iron Man. I, like seeing it from so many different angles.
1: Well, it, because it of that, it's also really told out story. of order. And exactly. it's very confusing. Exactly. Even when you're reading it in the order they're telling you to, it's still happening out of order.
0: Yeah. I re- Repetition is my friend in this Giant crossover.
1: Let's talk real quick, though, about Wolverine. I want to start with Wolverine.
0: Wolverine number 25. This is
1: one where I feel like the Judgment Day, this book would have been better if Judgment Day was not a part of it.
0: Right. If this was some other thing that they had to kill. Yeah. Instead of the progenitor, it's some other. I would have
1: rather it just been um, them having that woman from hell chasing
0: the Hellbride chasing solemn, and solemn wolverine. And wolverine. The story for people who didn't read it the story is wolverine and solemn on a mission to kill the celestial best of luck boys and following them hunting them is the hell bride um whose wedding they crashed long ago
1: yeah and in the end i did you, okay did you think wolverine was going to pass i knew he was going to pass because he's like made for destruction and that's how he judges things so i knew he was going to pass
0: and also, Wolverine is like the noblest of the noblest of characters.
1: Yeah, I also think it's but that but noble schmoble. As soon as there's like, like a rookie soldier, he will fucking gut them in three seconds. But then, oh, sure. but then the the lead evil person that's in charge of them, we can't kill her. We're going to we need to spare her life because we're good. Why are the goons expendable? They're human. If anyone, because the goons are attacking them. The goon, but she's a, she was technically well, she was bad. the one she telling was... everyone. She's the one telling everyone to attack.
0: I mean, I feel like well, she she was hurting, and I feel like if a goon was like, oh no, I just found out I I have a lethal bowel obstruction, Wolverine would be like, oh, okay, let's get that out of you. You know what I mean? You no,
1: know, actually, that reminds me. <laughs> They're one of my favorite. Um, one of my favorite cartoons is the Venture Brothers, and there's a, the kind of the Wolverine character who's like a bodyguard who's the voice of a, the guy who's the tick and the one from Seinfeld.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Anyway, he plays Brock you- Samson, and there's a scene where the goon comes at him, and he just grabs him in the balls, and then he and then they just have this moment where he's like, oh, there's a lump. <laughs> No. And then him and the goon just have this very like heart to heart where he's like, oh, I'm so oh, sorry. God. But he's still like holding him and he's just like, I was gonna kill you, but I think you're this is probably not good. So I think I'm gonna let you live. And he's like, Oh my god. Like <laughs> 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 But anyway, sorry. I I do think there is some like uh I, I guess for me it was like that was the interesting part, not the, progeni- the, progeni- the, progeni- the progenitor the progenitor the progenator. The <laughs> Yes. That part, I just was like, I don't care. I'm so sick of people being judged because I'm just over it.
0: I'm over it. The relationship between Solomon and Wolverine is the interesting part.
1: Which is also why I just realized there's a new team up that needs to happen.
0: Who? Dakin and Solemn?
1: Um, Dakin can be a part of it, but Sinister and Solemn.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, That gave me a shake, a shudder. I like what
1: that. okay if we had there's a ton of x puns for x books there's also a ton of bi puns and a lot of bisexual porns if we needed to use bi and x for a an x book with all bisexual characters okay what would, be what a would good we title, title it title of it how can you oh. put bi and x um yeah I guess I I thought we would think of something because we're clever.
0: No, we're we not. we're not that clever. Um, two strike, two s- strikes, and you're out as a bisexual. No, I don't know. A strike is an X. Ex- oh,
1: bisexual on with a big X.
0: Sure. I, yeah. I mean, I think all the listeners bisexual thought, thought of that one. Yeah. Um, both ways and me. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, Wolverine 25, I am, in. if this, honestly, give me a long maxi arc that's Wolverine and Solemn, like, on some epic quest together. Yeah. And there's a little bit of, there's, like, a little bit of will, will they, won't they, and that's killing and fucking. You know, you find out interesting things about Solemn. He brings out things about Wolverine that we don't know yet, which, how is that even possible? But it happens. Like what? Um, maybe that Wolverine sucked a little dick in
1: college. Oh, oh, well, in college, I mean, there's going to be one where he's just like, do you uh, do you want a bottom or top? And then he just casually is like, um, you know, Scott made me do both. So, Gene wanted to see both. So, you know, it's fine.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. The arc is an exploration of the threple.
1: Yeah. They did show the threple. There is a shot of him, like with his arms around Scott and Gene. Hello.
0: Hello, I love... Oh, yeah, the whole thing about, like, I love bars, that Wolverine 25 had a story in the back, too. It was just, like, a Wolverine 101 story. Did you read that?
1: I did, but the art was not
0: I mean, it was more... Yeah, I feel like it was multiple art. Maybe it wasn't.
1: Yeah, and most of it was to be desired.
0: Yeah, but it was, I think, because it was a milestone issue, it was number 25, so they had a little, like, homage to Wolverine. And I liked the angle, the whole, like... You know, I've been all over the world. I've lived in cars. I've lived in mansions. But like, the I office, like the idea where he's like, bar.
1: "I'm so old, I can't remember." Was that in the 20s or the 40s? I don't remember.
0: I love that. I love that because my memory's bad and your memory's bad. So to have a yeah. character that is <sighs> actually just well. The-
1: I'm going to, I, my memory is good. I just don't oh, remember the names of so? things. I don't remember the names of things.
0: Anymore. Right. But you remember things that happened. I
1: remember things that happened. You could be like, oh, this, I can always be like, you're the person. And we did this, this, and this. They'll be like, what's my name? And I'm like, I have no idea.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, that's the thing is like, would you want to live a long time? Like uh, I've been watching Interview with a Vampire. Um, would you want. Oh, you the, have. It's so gay. You have to watch it. It's so gay. I want to. It's Mm gay, 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 gay. Great. Um,
0: It's not subtext. It's just text. No,
1: no. Literally, Louis says in the interview, it took me a long time to realize that. But yeah, I'm not bisexual. I'm gay. Like he fully says, I'm gay. Like he says the word "I'm gay."
0: Oh, they, Tom Cruise would never say gay.
1: No. Well, Brad Pitt is the Louis character, but no, oh, there's right. no. They're fu- in the first episode. They're fully butt fucking, like naked and oh. butt fucking. Yeah, watch it. Watch it. We'll talk about it. I but will. it did make me realize. I asked, like, would you would you take up the the thing to be a vampire and live forever, and not age? Yes. I would too. Thank you, Joe. And my other friends thought I was crazy. And I I was like, I have health issues. All those health issues would go away. And then they're just like, but then you wouldn't be able to be in the daylight. I'm like, I'm a night out. Am I in the the daylight now? Do you see me outside in the sun now? Who gives a fuck?
0: what, What fun thing happens in the day?
1: Yeah. And then they're just like, but why would you want to live forever? And I'm like, if I get bored, then I will go out in the day and burn myself up and be done with it.
0: I wanna I wanna see what happens
1: with the world. I wanna be able to hypnotize people. Oh my
0: god, you could turn into smoke? Who wouldn't want that?
1: Oh my god, you could murder people? I would be fucking like, do you think I I would be chowing down on Marjorie Taylor Greene? Girl?
0: (laughs) I would eat so many Republicans.
1: (laughs) I would only eat Republicans. That would be the
0: that's my code. That would be our vampire. I code. would start
1: like it would be like Pavlov's Bell where I see a MAGA hat and I would just start salivating. Yes. They're red after <laughs> all. All right. Yeah, anyway, color of blood. Um, vampire side us What's the next X book we should talk about? X-Force. X-Force. A.K.A. The Hunter is on the island. Beast is a loser. Um. So here's the deal. Immortal had a whole thing where it's like, oh, we're preserving all these eggs, and then they have him where he blows them all up. I'm like, I feel there's, like, inconsistency. He blew them
0: up? Well, not Uh, blew them up. He, like,
1: like, crunched... He, like, stabbed all of them or whatever. Craven did. Yeah. But then in Immortal, it was like, okay, we need to prep them, and let's get all these eggs, and let's get everything ready for this ultimate plan. And then I'm like, did this happen before or after that ultimate plan?
0: Oh, well, I think... What was weird is the bodies in the eggs. Like, I feel like the the team with the limited eggs in Judgment Day, those were empty. I don't know.
1: No, because he no, because at one point Nightcrawler is like, oh, they already had a whole bunch of me.
0: They had multiple. Oh, yeah, eggs yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's already bodies. in So the I'm eggs, just confused the that with that. Stabs up. But
1: that's the thing. Is know. like we're in the middle of the the. The progenitor deciding to destroy Earth. Do we really need Craven the Hunter with Deadpool on a stick? That's what's weird. Coming I mean, right. Why? Why? It's
0: odd that that's happening during the event.
1: Because it's like, yeah, let's have Craven the Hunter and Omega Red fight. Do you know how many fucks I have for that? Guess.
0: It's odd. It's odd to introduce... Uh, zero. It's zero. odd to introduce... Craven, he doesn't even thematically fit into Judgment Day. No. Does he?
1: Well, he does in the sense that because he discovered that they because he discovered that mutants are immortal, he feels it's his duty yeah. to hunt them and and destroy them.
0: Yeah, because he needs to be the apex predator. And then here's the
1: death. other thing of him being like who is the king? And then it's also him killing poor little mutants that we don't even know. Like I hate it. Like slitting their throats. I hate that. And then he's like, who's the strongest of the mutants? And that person said Wolverine and not Storm? Are you well, fucking that, kidding me?
0: I know, right? That person was Josh Guthrie.
1: Oh, right. That's also true. That person has been through enough. He already was killed horribly right. before too. Right.
0: And Maggot. And Maggot. He beheads Maggot.
1: Yeah. So fucked up.
0: It's so fucked up to have the serial killer on the island while they're fighting the Eternals forces, you know, they're getting. I and mean, it's like, off oh, remember when remember when Danger so convinced
1: him to commit suicide? Let's have him get stabbed to death. Let's choose that character.
0: Yeah, okay. Oh man, I don't I, I hate that I'm about to do this. Two different characters.
1: Those are two different characters? Didn't they yeah. both have red wings?
0: no they both could fly oh wait wait, wait 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 wait
1: wait, no he's new x-men he was killed by the purifiers yes oh okay yes all right well that's an even worse
0: death i know
1: that's even worse
0: that's even worse you're thinking of in the, the character you're thinking of in astonishing that yeah. danger is his code name was wing
1: right 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 he didn't have
0: any wings though
1: oh right 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 he could just fly uh, no, but now I do remember New X Men. He ends up meeting with the. They find him like dead and his blood is like yeah. spelling out clues and stuff. Horrible. Horrible. I Although was, I did. Yeah, was... I, I love New X Men. I. Or was it, it was called great. Young X Men then? It was New X Men.
0: I think new young X-Men was that horrible limited series with Wolf Cub.
1: Oh yeah. And ink. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Cause Woof, new X-Men was Grant Morrison's. And when it became astonishing, the new X-Men turned to the, into to that the school. like new
0: mutancy. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, cause it did start as new mutants. Right. That's right. Okay. Anyway, see, we do remember things, just not yeah. fully. I hope we're right. Anyway, yeah, so X Force, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, what's the point of this? I just don't. And then Beast, so then he kidnaps Beast. What's that thing he pulls out? Does he, why was he pulling something bloody out of his ear?
0: It was his comms. But, but why uh, was it I bloody? Think, but I think Beast has it in,
1: implanted. Like, implanted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Beast is the worst. So I'm just like, can we please like kill him? Is- and then we had Omega Red eating the bodies and the eggs. Yeah. What? He's just a full on can was he always a cannibal?
0: Well, he was a life force drainer.
1: Yeah, but he didn't actually chew and eat That I just I don't hey, know. I am not And you have Sage as an alcoholic. That I like. That's the only I'd fucking be an alcoholic too <laughs> if I was on this goddamn team. <laughs> All
0: right, let's talk about Legion of X number six.
1: All right. Now let's talk to one that I actually liked. This is
0: this was great.
1: Cause here's one where we were like, oh, it looks like he died. And it was and I was like, but he did he die? I didn't see where he died. And we was like, oh, I guess they'll show us. He did not die. They actually realized that uh Uranus and 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 uh Legion DJ. are actually completely evenly matched. Yes. And that if they um, fully battled each other, they would undo each other and undo the universe.
0: They would erase each other's existences. Uh, that's incredible. But Uranos uses the one thing he does have over David Haller, which he is his daddy people, right? issues. His daddy David's issues. Daddy issues. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what he uses to distract David and get the drop on him. David being then saved by the weird Ghost Rider Banshee character that we definitely need to learn more about.
1: Yeah. And can I also just say, Nightcrawler is really stepping it up. And all really of these issues, it he's really stepping it up. The way he handled Iska by teleporting her away, challenging her to a duel, teleporting her away over the ocean, and then saying, "I concede, you win." by. <laughs> amazing. It was so funny. He's like, "Yep, you won. You won." <laughs> and later,
0: we'll talk about Immortal X Men, where Nightcrawler does some
1: truly
0: amazing things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, another book where Nightcrawler is just owning it. Like, thank God. Thank God for Nightcrawler.
1: But it does seem like Nightcrawler is like, I feel like Storm and Nightcrawler are doing the heavy lifting. They're doing all the the work. It's literally then Magneto, but Magneto is dead now. now, But I, I think that's the cool thing that this is setting up is Uranus kind of was like, don't you understand that you are the real leader of the X-Men. You're the one that's supposed to guide everything. And I think that's what Xavier is most afraid of.
0: Afraid of, yeah. And
1: that's the thing is, if you think about it, is Xavier, in a weird way, wanted Legion to be crazy because that way he could never take over him. But now that David has gotten rid of, has, has like gotten his insanity under control, he has the ability to be a better leader than Xavier, and that scares the shit out of him.
0: That's typical, that's typical boomer shit, how the boomers oh, like yeah. just- just took control of all the power. Did not even let Gen X like take their turn.
1: No, you know? they're like, I'm going to hoard it all for myself because I don't want you to myself. do better than me.
0: Right. And so much of the X-Men is about fear of being replaced. Yeah. And Xavier is a classic example. Um, uh, it's a good comic. I mean, it's just really the 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 power levels of Legion. And then Legion winds up saving Arako by going around destroying all the...
1: And he passes, Uh, he passes, he passes passes. the test. Good
0: for Legion. Is this,
1: how many, how many, is this limited or is this ongoing?
0: Ooh, that's a good question.
1: Although I guess it's going on for a while because for, and that one thing, it changes to Nightcrawlers.
0: Yeah, it is ongoing because typically on Comixology, it'll say like number six of 10. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's talk to about Axe.
0: Uh, do we have to i feel like we covered it
1: well i feel all it was is that was more there was a the 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 mechanics of the actual earth machine the thing that makes earth run i guess is apparently a machine the ai was hacking it to make it self-destruct and they were able to stop it
0: yeah the progenitor was Faustus. stopped it by rebooting it which i mean listen did you try turning it off and turning it back on
1: but it looks like what it, it said was it was like yeah but when you did this it fucked up and it's the world's still going to end in a week or so. So I was like, "What?" Oh, uh, well, I think what he's
0: lamenting at the end is like he he basically killed like the, the thing has no personality anymore. It has oh, no identity, okay. no persona. It's you know, it's kind of like when Vision, you know, became White Vision, it's like I have no soul. It's kind of like that. That okay. was my take. All right. I did love the hex, the, the giant eternal that all she wants to talk about is poetry. I, listen, I will I'm say, remember how I it. hated
1: that before? I didn't think they were going to bring it back. So the fact that they bring brought it back.
0: They made it a thing.
1: They made it a thing. I now like it. So I'm taking back my previous thing where I thought it was Yay. stupid. I now like it because it's a thing. And now it was like, oh, then she like bonded with exodus being like we fought each other we killed each other now you can kind of because in that it was like because the eternals can't battle a celestial the psychic mutants have to take control of their bodies and that's right, how they, they get around uh it. yeah the fighting of it
0: yeah yes i gotta tell you the cover of death of the mutants 2 with emma riding the giant hex i just wanted that scene in the book and we don't get it
1: Whatever happened to uh, scenes on the cover being part of the book?
0: It's just yeah, not know, a thing right? anymore.
1: And I'm also just sick of, I like, I the one I looked at had Miracle Man on. It was like Storm and Miracle Man. I'm like, oh, Miracle Man's in this issue? No, they just did, he's just on every, there's a cover variant with him on every single cover this month.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I'm just like, uh, show sure, just have a scene from, the inside of the comic. I remember I used to be mad because it would usually spoil the very end of the comic. Yeah,
0: it, we still have that.
1: Ugh. But I would rather have that than something that's not even in the comic.
0: All right, let's Well, talk- I mean, the, okay. the Emma thing was clearly a metaphor. Okay, let's talk about Immortal X-Men number seven. Yes. Um, Can I say this out loud? Yeah. Best Nightcrawler story I've ever read. It's great. It's so good.
1: It's basically his plan. He's kind of... And he literally was like, the council doesn't know what they're doing. I'm just taking charge. Um, Which in a weird way, because he's like the religion and the cops... Like, this is against everything I believe in. The idea of the person that's in charge of God and the police being like, oh, I'm yeah. going to go over the government's head and just do what I want. That is yeah. a horrible idea. But, but it, because it's, it's Kurt, Kurt Wagner, we're okay with
0: it. <laughs> he's so cute doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah since it's Kurt, it's okay because you know his heart truly is in the right place and he's not looking for control He's looking to just get through red tape, essentially.
1: Yeah. And I love how he takes Destiny, calls her evil stepmom, and basically drops her to her death, being like, I need you to tell me. Like, I can tell that you're like, oh, it's all fucked. You need to tell me what's the one in a million shot. What's the one in the million shot we got?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And that does involve getting Captain America to sacrifice, sacrifice himself and come back. And I think that's the whole thing is if they're showing like, Hey, we can take this hero that is not a mutant and we can revive and we can bring him back. It shows you that we are actually maybe willing to share resurrection. That still is a very iffy, iffy thing. Cause you can't yeah, share I it mean, with everyone, but
0: right. Right. It kind of sets a bad expectation. Like, Oh, you did it with cap. Can you do it with my daughter? Now? Exactly. My daughter? But, but yeah. at the
1: same time they're, you know, the end of the world, they got to, They got to pull all of the last stops
0: yeah they got to get creative which is the whole thing about nightcrawler's
1: spark the The, yeah go ahead the other thing that's interesting is this is the first time where they're allowing people to live back up so these uh, so when nightcrawler is backed up he remembers the feeling of being murdered which no other person that gets resurrected does Yeah. So I find that very interesting.
0: That is very interesting. Um, Nightcrawler also does not put up with sinister disrespecting egg when they know that egg is about to sacrifice himself. That was another high point of this book. So
1: I guess here's my thing is, okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. What is the point of sacrificing egg?
0: I'm not sure. Like, why not have him be one of the mutants that needs to survive?
1: Because I think what they were saying is we need to have egg there so the progenitor can see right. that yes. resurrection is over.
0: Right, right, right. That's They did say that.
1: But I guess my thing is, would he then see it if they just had an egg with him in it and then... I don't know. It
0: just... I think he does see all, know all kind of sort, except, except when convenient for the story.
1: But that's the thing is he's like, he dies. But I mean, I guess if you have a bunch of eggs, why can't you just resurrect egg again? I know. I just, I, ju- I wasn't fully on board with that.
0: Yeah. Yep. My headcanon is destiny is like, you have to do it this specific way. Otherwise it won't work. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> destiny said it. Um, she sure does burn up with mystique though that's a um, it's quite a page
1: and then we finally get this thing where I was questioning of sinister is unable to get the Moiras to reboot
0: he literally tries to shoot one with a machine gun to reset the, <laughs> the timeline but there's no bullets in
1: it <laughs> yeah so I'm glad that was returned because I was like you have to address that. At some point, the fact that can, he can restart time and everything's going so terribly. So yeah. I love that. Um, I also love this kind of turn that Kurt talks about um, uh, Proteus kind of like becoming a hero. Incredible. I want more, I really want a book just on the five and their relationship.
0: Yeah, we Proteus is probably the most underexplored character in this era,
1: especially of someone that was insane and fully evil, and especially someone whose mom is Moira.
0: Right, 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 right. I mean, we. I'm. i I'd really like a deep dive into Proteus, please.
1: And then can we just talk about when they resurrected, um, Captain America, and he's just he, naked with came the out shield ready for covering sex. his cock yeah they like delicious
0: proteus was like "Mm." like proteus what are you doing he's like i'm making a change they're like what he's like he's gonna be good at fucking now
1: yeah he literally just comes out with a raging hard on
0: god damn
1: oh what if they were just like but we're gonna make him gay
0: (laughs) in fact from now on everyone who gets resurrected comes out gay
1: yeah he's like, call me Captain America. <laughs> call me
0: Captain America. Can you
1: handle it? But then it turns out the plan of where he's like, if anyone can kill the progenitor, it's going to be Orca."s Now, my question is, it looks... What happened? He did. I thought he was going to get Nimrod to do it, but it looks like Nimrod got blown up and he only saved Moira. No,
0: no. Nimrod's in the ship. Oh, he is in the ship. Oh, he is in the ship. Oh, okay. And I guess that's true. Got no brain,
1: but that is the thing of like, if anyone can beat the celestial, it would be Nimrod. The other thing that I would do is, um, I don't understand why they are not bringing in the reality warpers. Um, I guess, can they not get to Avalon at all? I guess not. Because I would be like, um, Mr. M and um, J- Mad. Yeah, uh, turn that celestial into a butterfly. And Jamie Brada. Can you fucking come in here for a second? Right.
0: But can- I mean, you know, open that can of worms once and there's there's what's going to happen in every story. You yeah. Can't, you can't do that.
1: Also, Where just this next? whole... I don't know. This whole evil villain Moira thing is still just leaves a bad taste in my mouth.
0: But this is what I loved about this issue is that that is starting to fade. What is the line where Moira waits until they're in the plane to yell at Kurt? Yeah. He says that it's very telling, um, it says a lot about Moira that she waits until we were aboard the escape pods to scream. Why not just message us? You little blue fuck. Yeah. There's a, there's a relationship there, you know, that's like old Moira in terms of her relationship to the X-Men. She's just in a really bad mood.
1: Yeah. I really want to dig into this. Like, honestly, if you put Moira and Xavier in a room together, And it's like hash this out. Stop! Like you both are crazy town.
0: Yeah, like I can see Moira being like, "What did we fight about?" Because I (laughs) I to tell you this too. I know I'm still mad.
1: I want to tell. This is my thing too. Is the one thing we still don't know about Moira, which life did she decide she definitely still wanted to kill all mutants? Did she always want to kill all mutants? Because from what I thought, this is what I'm thinking is. Like, was it because uh, Destiny killed her and then she's like, oh, I'm going to just live 10 different lives and get ultimate revenge? I don't think so. Or is it?
0: I've always thought it was, it's really about she wanted to cure herself, you know, Mm -hmm. like at what life did she really decide, like, this is about me curing myself, knowing that as soon as she creates the cure, it's going to be used to kill all mutants. But I do. So the, The motivation was always to me the cure.
1: But that's the strange thing is, is the cure, she still was fighting to say, it is seems like a very, it's weird to live thousands of years trying to save mutants as a way to cure all of them. You know what I mean? I feel like maybe it was like her last life or something that she's like, no, fuck it.
0: You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I, I want to know
1: more. About I think it
0: was that. from being mansplained for years at by Xavier and Magneto. She's like, you know what? Fuck this.
1: Or, no one, no one, I, yeah, actually, what I would have really loved if she was on the side of saving mutants until this life while she was alive and yeah. Magneto and Xavier were like, she's like, they're the She's worst. like, I just couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, have
0: you ever met two gay bitches on a huge power trip? Because that's Xavier and Magneto. <laughs> but I do love Kurt comes in. First of all, Kurt handling Nimrod with a plum. Is yeah. incredible. Kurt just comes in, he's like, Oh no, I'm just gonna teleport your brain out of your head. Done.
1: Yeah. And, and he, he also
0: kidnaps Moira, like he handles all of Orcas.
1: Yeah, by himself. I mean, granted, he had to die like 20 times, but yeah. But that does do something to you. Like remembering the pain of a horrible death. Yeah. That's that fucks with you.
0: Yeah, motivate you to not go through that again. Yeah. Which was, you know, what Moira did after she got burned to death.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Could you imagine going from being burned to death to then being stuck in a pregnant belly for nine months?
0: Oh, my God. Just
1: sitting there like... Mm.
0: You just want to stretch?
1: Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. She's like, that bitch burned me. Well, I, have a, I think here's something that I'm finding... And this is, okay, you know how as you get older, time goes faster? Yes. Do you feel that time is keeping on going faster even when she regenerates because she still has all of her memories? Or do you think time goes back to being slow again?
0: Well, I don't think time does get any faster or slower. I think it's all perception.
1: No, that's what I mean. But do you think her perception of time reverts back? Or do you think because she has all the memories... The perception of time is still going to make everything go faster and faster and faster i feel like
0: time going slower feels like a young brain thing to me and she certainly does not have a young brain
1: yeah crazy
0: crazy but my favorite is the final line when nightcrawler has nimrod and moira in his blackbird taking them to krakoa (laughs) because they're going to work together to take down the progenitor and kurt looks at moira and says come on moira We've got hours to live. Try something new. Don't be such a grump. Yeah, <laughs> it just like it just shrunk the war for me between Orcus and the X-Men or between Moira and the X-Men, that line. Don't be such a grump.
1: When does Fall of X premiere? Summer. OK, yeah. We and got, this we ends at the end of November. End of November. So we have like six months. In between, because that's what I'm wondering. Like, is is the way this is going to end? Is it going to set up Fall of X, or is it going to be well, something completely different?
0: That's we'll have set sins up Fall of, of X? every. It'll set up Sins of Sinister, okay, and then it'll be outcome of Sins of Sinister,
1: right? I guess. Yeah. Should we talk about? There, oh, there's another.
0: There's another non
1: X Men comic I want to talk about. Okay, uh, hit the music. Yay. You got to get a comic if you want to get ahead. What do you want to talk about? Evil Jeff,
0: have you heard of Image Comics?
1: I have. They did The Walking one. Dead.
0: Yeah. Spawn. Heard of Spawn? Uh-huh. Okay. So, have you heard of Charles Soul? Charleston, Hot Claws, Wolverine, Hot Claws, Death of Wolverine. I have. Hit and miss for us. Astonishing Hit things? and miss for us. Yeah, some great things, some not so great things.
1: I miss his version of uh, Cypher.
0: Yes.
1: And that Daredevil. That was one of my favorite things you wrote, is
0: yeah, that Daredevil with Cypher. Mm-hmm. Um, that was part of the Death of Wolverine.
1: Yeah.
0: So he's written an image comic. Called what? 8 Billion Genies, and I'm here to talk about 8 Billion Genies, Issues 1 through 5.
1: Okay, is it about the djinn?
0: I highly recommend. We don't know what these creatures are, but there are 8 billion of them, so this is the premise of the book, and I feel like you're going to be like, oh, that sounds amazing. In an instant, everyone on Earth, there are 8 billion people on Earth, in an instant, everyone on Earth has their own genie. That every All the genies appear at once, and they say to everybody, each of you has a genie, and you, the, your genie will grant you one wish. So everybody in the planet gets one wish from a genie. How
1: does it work when the wishes count uh, contradict each other?
0: It there's they have so many instances of wishes contradicting each other, and the genies explain. The genies are very good about explaining what happened. There are so many genies because some people, of course, they right away like you know, give me a million dollars, you know, whatever. Other people are smart and didn't make a wish, and the genie just hovers near them until they make their wish, and there are hundreds of thousands, millions of people on the planet who still have not used their wish, even like eight days, eight weeks into the happening.
1: Can everyone see the genie, or can you? Can you? Are you the only one that can see? A everyone genie? can
0: see everyone's genies. Yeah. Okay. So, at like, everyone sees these eight billion genies floating around. They're really cute. Like, they they don't look like you expect them to look like. They are like two dimensional creatures that look like cartoon characters. Um, Do they have genie rules? There's no like monkey I mean, there is kind of monkey paw stuff. But there's so much nuance to But is it like you can't bring worlds. someone back
1: from the dead? Like is it like like Aladdin rules you can't no, make someone back? In, in love fact, with
0: you? in fact, remnants is a thing so many people wish for somebody to bring, come back from the dead, whether it be a loved one or like uh Ernest Hemingway comes back to life because somebody wishes to have dinner with Ernest Hemingway. Um but they're not the real person they're remnants they're like constructs that you would never know the difference and as soon as the person who wished for that person who was once dead to be alive again as soon as the person who wished it dies the the remnant the the thing that got brought back dies also
1: oh weird
0: yeah so if like i wished for like my oh i wish my grandma was still alive this thing that
1: Totally. And then you'd be like, hey, look at this grandma. And then you blow your brains out. And then she goes, Yeah, oh, and then she then she, dis-
0: disappears. she disappears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're um the the first wish you see. So they focus on these people in a bar, like just these random people in this random dive bar. And the genies explain, they like they show up and they explain it to everybody. And the bar owner, who's like this old veteran survivalist guy, he he does the first wish that you see, and it's I wish that no wish that happens outside of this bar can affect this place or anything in it. So basically, he creates a safe haven from all the chaos that breaks loose from all this wishing. The way the story is told is really cool. Issue one is the first eight minutes. Issue two is the first eight hours. Issue three is the first eight days and so on and so forth. When you open... Issue two, which is the first eight hours, the earth is a giant ice cream cone. They keep showing you what the earth looks like. How is everyone not issue. dead? I mean, maybe the person's wish is I want the earth to be a giant ice cream cone, but, you know, it doesn't hurt anybody. Eventually, you get to wishes that are written like legalese, like that are so. Oh,
1: see, that's like what I would do. I thought I thought a lot about what my wishes would be. Yeah. And so mine would be a very long contract. Like I want this contract that I wrote out to come true.
0: It's very cool. I highly recommend it. The thing that's most fascinating is the genies have done this before it turns out, and they're able to predict kind of like big phases of this whole effort. So they predict that, okay, it's been eight hours here comes the wave of pe- thousands and thousands of people who realize they could wish for superpowers and then all of a sudden the world is overrun with superheroes and that falls apart pretty quickly it's just the fact that it's done in phases and you've got these big broad brushstrokes of like okay now the people who realize this are gonna do this right. and it happens it's Really I, wild.
1: I brought it up before in a previous um, episode, but you should watch that "A Thousand Years of Longing" with Idris Elba and Tilda Swim. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I think now that you read that, that would be a good companion thing to watch with it, because that deals with the Very ramifications nice. of how should I make a wish. The wishes are always usually tricks. How can I make a wish without it being, without it blowing back up in my face? We just talked about this, uh, just like last week with some friends. And Joe, because my main wish was like for like a perfect mind and body. Okay. So I would just have muscles. My body would be beautiful without having to work out. I would never get sick. I would never age. I would grow hair again, but I also would be have the perfect mind. I could understand every language. I could play any musical instrument. Like, that's kind of like what I would wish for. And then my second wish is that for for Joe to have it too. And then he, because he was like, that's dumb. And then my second wish would be for you to have it. He's like, oh.
0: Oh, but you two would probably become very competitive.
1: Well, but secretly the wish would be I was always better.
0: (laughs) Oh, see. I'd have to have that. I'd have to have
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't die. You're setting
0: yourself up for a big monkey paw, my friend. Oh,
1: no. But no, the one thing is, is that I can kill myself, but nothing else can kill me.
0: Ooh! because
1: just in case there's like an apocalypse or something like that um oh and then my third wish i base this on third wishes but third wishes would be for um everlasting world safety and peace so no no uh comets none of that shit no nuclear war and then world peace so that's what i would wish for there
0: there is a character who wishes one wish that you realize as the story goes it is the smart in in terms of Oh yeah. Don't like tell me anymore. J- I want to read this. Okay. I want
1: to read this. Yeah.
0: It's Cause I really love good. wishes.
1: I love me some wishes. Yeah.
0: It's really good. Just like not only the outcome of the wish, but when people land on the, what their one wish is, like it really tells you a lot about them. Yeah. So this device is such a good way to explore character. Cause have, it's like, what's your one want? Like,
1: have I ever, can I tell a joke, a wish joke? This is one of my favorite jokes. and I wish you would. People either love this joke or they hate this joke.
0: Oh, my God. All right. All right. Let's do it.
1: Okay. So a guy's in a bar, and the next thing you know, in comes a guy with a pumpkin for a head. And he just bursts in and all these women are on his side, these gorgeous women. And he's just throwing out money and he's like, drinks for everybody. And so this guy at the bar just starts drinking and he's hanging out with this guy for a pumpkin for head and he's partying it up. Women are like sucking him off in the bathroom and they're just having a good old time. At the end of the night, he's like with this guy for the pumpkin for head. And he's just like, dude, I got to know what is your story? And the guy's like, I'll tell you. About a year ago, I was walking on the beach, I found this lamp, brushed it off, suddenly a genie pops out, grants me three wishes. And he's like, oh, okay, what'd you wish for? First wish, I wish that every woman was automatically attracted to me. Second wish, I wish that when I reached my hands into my pockets, I could pull out all the money that I'd ever need. And the guy's like, yeah, what was your third wish? He's like, yeah, that's where I fucked fucked up. I wished that I would have a pumpkin for a head. I like it. Oh, I love that joke. And the best thing is, I love telling it to people that hate it. When I tell the punchline, and people are like, "Oh, fuck, that's fuck
0: you." That is, you know, that that is such a Norm McDonald joke. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Norm McDonald would kill the delivery of that joke. Would have.
1: Uh. All right. So, um, should we talk about She-Hulk? Yes. Cue that music. Someone who watches superhero sci-fi stuff with me. She-Hulk, by the power of Gray Skull. Oh, that's the wrong. I'm
0: gonna show. say. I'm gonna say this about the She-Hulk finale. It did it.
1: Is <laughs> that a good it. thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. <laughs> it did it. It went there. It went there. It was like, oh, you want this to be meta? We're gonna go meta. I goes love that meta. they were
0: like, we know you guys have been talking shit about us. Yeah. We're going to air out. the dirty laundry. We're going to air it all out.
1: I love how in the end, who's the enemy? Misogyny.
0: <laughs> yeah. And lazy storytelling. Yeah. It was inspirational. I loved it. I love that they leaned into her far- fourth wall smashing so hard that they did the television equivalent of... So many comic pages that we've seen where she tears through the panels and addresses the writers. She did it here.
1: And in this world, Kevin Feige is, is an just AI. a robot. <laughs> that
0: scene is inspired. That scene is incredible. Not only did it remind me of the stupid scene from the second Matrix with the architect, yeah. like one of the worst scenes in movie history, but... To be this self-deprecating and to be this self-aware and to have, like, you cannot, I was like, really? Kevin Feige is going to be in this? That's so fucking cheesy. And no, they knew it was fucking cheesy to have him in it. And they went with (laughs) K.E.V.I.N. It
1: reminds me a lot of that South Park when they went to go look, they wanted to like find the writers of The Simpsons and it was just two manatees. (laughs)
0: <laughs> is that the Simpsons did it? Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was great. I mean, the fact that it was an algorithm writing these movies, hilarious. Like, you know, they've they've heard the note. Um,
1: and, and she even said she's like, "When are the X Men coming?" And I was like, "Oh my god, this is
0: two this is inspired me. two inspired line deliveries from Tatiana Maslany." Um, and when are we getting the X Men? And also it's hulks that's what hulks do hulk smash bruce smashes buildings and i smash fourth walls and bad endings and sometimes matt murdoch funniest fucking line what a delivery
1: yeah it was so fun and it's so funny how the people that have been hating on this show are losing their minds over this ending and it's like but that's the whole point they want you to hate this ending because yeah, it's literally they, calling you out for you being boring and stupid.
0: Yeah, the ending you wanted got smashed. Sorry, because it wasn't good.
1: But my still complaint is I still feel it's too short. And I I felt like things got wrapped up really fast. And I wish it could have just gone on a little bit longer. Is this does this have a season two?
0: Yes, it does. Okay,
1: thank God. Because I'm just like. The one thing I just was confused about is in the rewrite when it start, when she had them rewrite it and start over, did she just write out that she could, that she was allowed to be Hulk again?
0: Oh, I think so. Yeah.
1: Cause that was just a little confusing. It was like, why is she allowed to be Hulk now?
0: To me, it was like when she took that thing off and smashed it, the, the monitor, I was like, yeah, she did. She's just going to be Hulk now.
1: Um, and then and then they were just like, oh, here's it's like <laughs> Hulk comes and like, here's my son's scar. And I'm like, and then it's like, all right, anyway, bye. And I was like, whoa, 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 back up. That's like a huge thing. Well, I love that they did that because she was
0: like, please don't use my story to set up future movies, like save it for a movie. Yeah. So then Bruce coming in and be like, by the way, this is my son's scar.
1: It's hilarious. <laughs> like, but I was like, I want no, I want more. A lot oh,
0: that's more. Funny. somebody said that the ending felt like a fast the ending of a fast and the furious movie
1: <laughs> that's so great
0: with like yeah. all of them sitting around the outdoor the backyard yeah. picnic table <laughs> family family but i mean they really they're framing matt murdoch as like a a boyfriend love of it. sorts to jen walters yeah. love that but that's love the interesting
1: she- but he's, he's still going to be in um new york yeah so that's the one thing, is how is she going to keep on fucking him if he lives in New York?
0: Yeah, I think she'll be in New York eventually. I hope so.
1: I heard. I thought um, um, Jessica Jones was going to be in this season as a king. So did I. So did I. I heard she was cast. Also, can we... Um, Can't believe anything I on the internet. correct in thinking that Hell's Kitchen is gentrified and gay now? Isn't it pretty gay? Um,
0: It's very gay. It's where Jeff and I drank till... Two in the morning last night.
1: So they're still like, "Oh, you're in Hell's Kitchen. Isn't that dangerous?" I'm like, "No, there's faggots everywhere. What are you talking about?"
0: Well, they did establish in the. I know that seriously, it's dangerous if you're looking for to not get (laughs) monkeypox. They, I liked in the Daredevil show when it started. They made a vague reference to the battle in New York in Avengers and said that Hell's Kitchen was so destroyed. That all like every criminal element just swooped in and tried to get a piece of the rebuild. Essentially.
1: Oh, so they're like, there's no gays here now. Gays don't exist in, hell- in this. Yeah,
0: industry. all the gays got wiped out in Avengers. 1. Oh, great. Yeah, oh. the MCU is no gays. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love doing a gay genocide as a plot point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah. Oh. Anyway, yeah, she's it fantastic. It's fun. It was
0: great. It was great i loved the 1970s hulk opening her dream yeah of her in the that was so fun
1: yeah and it's so funny because it's people like so many people wouldn't even get it like you'd have to be right. our age to recognize what that was they did that they
0: referenced it in the uh, ed norton hulk also <laughs> good stuff uh. Great show, good show,
1: and there's still people complaining about like the tone of this is so different. How does it connect to the rest of the MCU? And you're like, Who cares? It it doesn't matter,
0: just who cares? Shut up, it doesn't matter. They're all I want to go back to the Kevin conversation. One, Kevin itself was so funny, it was so bitchy at the end. Kevin goes, See you on the big screen. Oh, yes, around, really, really. No.
1: <laughs> his, his
0: little light eyes squint when he says no. <laughs> it's so good. It's really good puppetry.
1: Yeah. Ugh.
0: I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, and then uh, he was like, I need you to change back. You're expensive. And <laughs> just wait wait till the camera goes off you. We don't want to. Our visual effects team has already moved on to another project. And right when he says another project, they play the Wakanda drums. You hear yeah. Oh so God! I loved the finale. And How many so more now... weeks
1: to Wakanda forever? Ugh, three. Three weeks so soon. Yeah. Crazy.
0: I couldn't get tickets. I tried to get tickets uh, two days ago. I tried to get like a Thursday night and a Friday night ticket. Everything is sold out in New York, oh, really? and so I'm going Saturday afternoon.
1: Oh, I guess we'll look. I, we haven't. Ever really had problems getting them A few days ahead of yeah.
0: time Every IMAX show is sold out
1: How Are there a ton of theaters in New York? In Manhattan? A ton There's a ton
0: But there's only two I go to
1: oh. oh, so you only looked at two
0: Yeah, I only looked at Harlem and Upper West Side
1: We base ours on proximity And comfortability of seats
0: I am not going to fucking midtown Manhattan To see a movie you got to be kidding me.
1: I Oh, here's a fun fact. I was visiting New York in 2008 when a little movie called Iron Man came out.
0: And so oh, I saw I've the first
1: I saw the first Iron Man movie in Manhattan. Near Hell's oh. Kitchen.
0: Oh, I love seeing Marvel <laughs> stuff in Manhattan
1: i know and it, it is place. funny when i watch she-hulk as someone from la like when yeah. you, when they're going to like oh this is where i live i'm like yeah that's they're in la
0: it was like when we watched bros on the block that bros took place
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> well, well okie dokie we did it we did it you sounded great this week
1: this week oh was i crap all the other weeks
0: no no no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm
1: faking it faking it. I'm faking it well, Thank sanity. you so much.
0: Uh, thank you so much everyone um for faking your way through the show with us. Um, we had a lot of fun. I think next week we'll have more comic books to talk about and um maybe a show like interview with the vampire.
1: Yeah, watch an interview. I need to catch up and watch the the other episodes. But yeah, I think I think it's right up your alley. And by I alley, want. I'm talking about your butthole. Uh,
0: Ivon. Well, well, it's all prepped and ready because I'm squatting right now on my on my feet. Yeah. So my butthole's open. Um, Ivan to suck your dick. <laughs>
1: um, every, happy spooky season. Happy spooky season, and everybody. Uh, Watch some fun shows on Disney Plus. The Marvel shows are great. And read some comics. But there is a warning. If you do read a comic, well, I hate to break it to you. That oh makes you queer. queer. Bye. Bye. Genial.